welcome back to another episode of the Butterfly Analogy. On today's episode, I have my cousin David on. Say hi, David. Hello. How are What's you? What's up? How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Pretty good. It's windy and and stuff, and I hope like shit doesn't blow away. But yeah, setting up was it was a whole process. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I appreciate you helping me, man. I really do. Cause the camera blew away. We can get wet. The waves are crazy out here too. This podcast is gonna turn into like a storm chasers episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine. No. But oh. how's your day so far? It's going good. Yeah. It's going pretty good. Yeah. How are yours? Pretty good. Yeah. I just woke up, started setting up. I made breakfast. Nothing crazy. Really? What you? Yeah. I ate. Um, what I ate? I. Some bread with eggs and bacon. <laughs> it wasn't a bacon, egg, and cheese though, but I wish it was. <laughs> what about you? Did you have breakfast? Uh, no, I didn't eat breakfast actually. Uh, I usually eat breakfast breakfast around I don't know 12, 1, 2, around there. Yeah. Damn. I, I I don't really eat early in the morning, even though I should because like I'm a gym rat and everything. Like I I have I have to eat at like a nutrition time. Yeah. But it's alright. It's okay. That happens. We'll get brunch after this. <laughs> so, oh my god. And while we were setting up, I kind of like tipped over his like juice and it fell yeah. in the fucking water. <laughs> <laughs> it, it fell off. It was the wind. I, I'm telling you this. It's the wind. It it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. But on this episode, I wanted to talk about um, relationships, but more so importantly, breakups. definitely so um again yeah so everything's all loved peacefully towards during the relationship and everything but what people don't really focus on is the outcome of the relationship um whether it's either the guy's side girl's side both sides or even neither sides it's just a whole conflict that happens at the end exactly you know i feel like the beauty is definitely like in the beginning of everything but like you said nobody really talks about the pain that comes afterwards like after the relationship ends so you were dating somebody i remember i remember you came into the flower shop and you were buying like flowers for valentine's day Do you remember yeah that day? i remember that day <laughs> clearly yeah um so how'd you guys meet uh so we met through chick-fil-a and that's how we met. It was like around a year ago. Um, not, not, not like to, it was towards like December. That that's when we started sparking things. But like we met before that. Uh, she came from Florida, um, and then she started working at Chick Fil A. And I was actually her trainer. I was oh, on wow. the trainer on fries, but she already knew fries because she already worked at Chick Fil A in Florida. Yeah. So it, it was like me teaching her everything. And the, the funny thing is that she only knew Spanish as well. Well, she knew English as well, but like mostly Spanish and English. And then there, during that time, my Spanish was horrible. Like it was like broken <laughs> Spanish. I was I was acting like a no sal kid oh, on God. that. It was horrible. Yeah. So I, I was there like talking to her in Spanish and everything, and then like she already knew everything, and she was like, "What the fuck?" and everything. So yeah, that that's how we met. That's how you started. So how was it like in the beginning? Like, how'd you guys kick it off exactly? So we kicked it off by actually. So my best friend during that um, during that time, 
we she she used to uh, I mean we, we both used to work to each other um, again that chick-fil-a she still works there I don't um, she actually told me that she liked me so like she, she she would send me pictures of, of girls because she used to go to Freeport High School and then and then I'll, I'll, I'll like she would send me she sent me a picture of this girl of the, of the school the school thought and then and then I'll, 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 <laughs> and then I, and then me 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 being a young kid in high school I was like yo I was like yo passing your snap and everything and then and then she eventually told me what about this girl um what about this girl and then I, and then I, like for me I was surprised at the time because again we were just starting off as friends like I, I only saw her as a friend I didn't I didn't see no relationship with her or anything yeah. and then when she told me I was I was like I was like starstruck because everybody apparently everybody knew about her liking me I, I was just the only person who was blind about it she didn't give you like any signs like she definitely gave me a lot of signs <laughs> I, I, I I just I don't know I didn't see it yeah I, I don't know how <laughs> it's okay yeah. So, how was the relationship like, like when you guys were together and stuff? Um, it was amazing, yeah. beautiful, like literally, this relationship, like I'm, I'm going to a personal, like right off the bat already, um, this relationship made all my other relationship seem like nothing, you know? Wow. It, it, I guess it was just that sensational, like. I've done so much things with her and I had so many patience with her because for her it was something new like I was literally her first kiss her first boyfriend her first everything yeah and then me having the patience for that that that, that, that actually says a lot of stuff and towards the towards the start of the relationship I, I mean I'm, I'm not gonna lie again I had a mentality I like I was, I was fresh out of high school I was going into college I didn't I didn't really look for a relationship or anything like I, I was literally into that like I guess you could say that fuckboy stage, that that living my life stage. So I never, I never focus on that relationship. So towards the beginning of the relationship, yes, I acted bad. I'm not gonna, I'm not confronted about it. I'm moaning up to my actions and everything. Um, but towards, towards that three months period, that three months that we started dating, that that's when I started actually changing. I was like, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm literally gonna give my all to this girl. I'm literally gonna go all in. So what changed that exactly? Like, how did you go from like not wanting something serious to then like? So I started off the relationship again. Me, 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 not looking for a relationship. Um, I cheated. Uh, I was unfaithful. So toward like around February, January, February, I while while she was talking, while while yeah, while we were talking. But when I found out that she liked me, I was talking to a different girl uh, at our at our same job. Um, she eventually caught on. I got caught. And then, yeah. And then there was one time that she went to Florida. And then again, me being the stupid kid that didn't want to do anything, uh, I took advantage of her leaving, and I did did crap behind her behind her. It's called behind her back. Uh, so I was unfaithful for those three months, those beginning of the three months. But after that, again, I, I decided what I wanted. I was like, all right. So I already, I, so like, I already been to college and everything. I already went to, I already lived that college lifestyle. I did, I did this with my previous. It's called pre, pre, um, before seeing her. Yeah. I did all this crap, um, and then I'm, I'm already set. Like, yes, I'm young. I know I'm like, I'm, I'm young as fuck. I, I shouldn't be thinking about all this crap. But again, um, we're with. The, the environment that we grew up in 
especially our block, our city, and everything. Yeah. That uh, I mean, I had I was forced to grow up, especially with the situation I am with my family and everything. I'm forced to flow up quick, so I already know what I want to set with my life. You know, yeah. I already have my goals, and then having this woman with me, besides me throughout the whole journey, would have been amazing. So I guess just really figuring out what you wanted in life changes changed everything for you. Yeah, okay. exactly. Did a part of you, in a, in a sense, like self-sabotage in the beginning? Most definitely. Yeah. Because again. Um, I didn't think I, I didn't think where like if, if you would have told me at the beginning of the relationship that I, that I was gonna be like this towards the end of it, I wouldn't believe myself. Like it, it, it's just outstanding how 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 much love I have for this girl. Even after the things that have had happened after the breakup, which we'll get that to that soon. Yeah. It, 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 it's just it's mind blowing of how much I love. Like attachment is not it's not a joke. Like you you. you once you're attached to this person or attached to anyone in general, you you really love them no matter what they do to you or what they did. Yeah. So when did things start going downhill? Would you say? Um. So, I guess when she caught on. When she caught on. I. Uh, that, that's when she loses trust. That's when any girls lose trust. Any guy in any situation, a partner cheats. There's no trust. Yeah. Uh. So she would shoot like can't blame the girl like she 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 always wants to know where i'm at etc who i'm talking to what i'm doing when i'm not with her etc and she's always like insecure like it, that that becomes a thing like you're, you become insecure because you don't yeah. like if, if this person the person that you love the person that says that they love you uh, starts cheating on you then obviously you start becoming insecure about yourself because you're like what's wrong with me what did i do um, so again, I don't blame her. So that's when it starts going downhill. It was towards our 10 months, 11 months. She she eventually told me that she wanted to break up because of our, our previous what she encountered in three months. Um, again, can't blame her. Uh, but me being me being me and having I guess you could say a toxic past, etc. Around that. Yeah. Um, I I eventually went crazy. I guess you could say that. Um, literally, the only thing I did was just kept on texting her and calling her. It's hard to come back. But yeah. I like that you brought up that your actions kind of affected the way she kind of saw herself because you know, and we're I feel like in social media we're reaching this stage where everybody's so quick to label as to label everybody as like toxic and stuff where it's like oh she's like crazy because she's insecure or she's crazy because of this reason and the next but what i feel like people fail to realize is that sometimes the things we do really affect the way women or sometimes men interact with us in a relationship you know yeah most definitely and then like to toxic that's that's i feel like that's a label that's been overused too much yeah. Again, to toxicity doesn't necessarily mean on what I mean what they're doing in a relationship. It also involves a trauma. I mean, like for for me, I totally understand why I could be labeled as toxic. But again, it, it's just through all the trauma that I've been through. Exactly. Like literally, my my whole family ha has been cheated upon on. Yeah. 
So I, I'm, I'm already grew, I'm growing up with, with, with cheating, exactly. etc. Et uh, my my relate my pa my previous relationship from this one, it, it was just it was just horribly toxic. Like literally, that's where I learned all my toxic traits and everything. It was just horrible. And then this this was actually the first healthy relationship, and me yeah. me going to something new. I had I had to make the adjustment, but it wasn't. I guess you could say quick enough. Yeah, I mean definitely because you know it's hard to kind of let something new come upon. Especially like for me, I was dating somebody, and just like you, I always had toxic relationships where I would always have to like adjust myself to make them happy in a sense. So when this guy came into my life and he was like willing to just accept every part of me, you know, I was like. This isn't love. Like, this doesn't feel like fucking love. Like, this is different, you know? But it was because of the fact that I wasn't used to the kind of love that that was, you know? Yeah. So that kind of, like, brings me back to the cheating. Like, was it, like, that for you? Where it's, like, this was, like, too good to be true. So it's, like, I'd rather destroy it before it destroys me. Again, in a sense, I'll, I'll bring it back to the part where... Again, I was I wasn't really, really looking for a relationship. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, that's that, that, that just that's just literally I wasn't looking for a relationship during that time, man. Yeah, that's okay. Right person, wrong time. I don't know if you believe <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, sometimes I do want to believe that, but then sometimes it's like, but if it's the right person, would it really be the wrong time? I don't know. It's like it's like a never-ending debate in my head, I guess. Totally understand that, yeah. Yeah. How do you feel now looking back on us to everything that happened, like with her? Would you say like? So, I just reminisce everything that we ever had, like literally. Um, I know I know people should say move on. Like literally, our breakup happened three, 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 three months, three months and a half ago, around there. And then, like, again, people say that you move on, etc. Like, go, heal. Um, but again, that, that all takes time. And then, what, what people don't know about the healing process is that they, they think that that healing process, they're going to forget about the person, right? Not necessarily. Um, the whole heal healing process is how much you healed from right after the post-breakup to exactly right now. So, like, post-breakup, I was just bawling my eyes out. Oh, dear. <laughs> In my, in my in my room with my mom just not not leaving not eating not anything like it literally got bad to the point where i had to you know those little powder things like with vitamins yeah. i had to take i had to take those because i wasn't eating at all and i was going to well i wasn't going to the gym but i, I wanted to go to the gym because like I, I was on tiktok and everybody everything was like yeah you should go to the gym etc <laughs> yeah. so, so, so i was like yeah, all right so um so yeah, um, to, to right now, I mean, yeah, yeah, I do still cry. I still do think about what we had uh, because it was something beautiful. If, if you ask her, then I don't know. She, she, she just hates me and everything. But, but when it comes to me, like I, 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 I praise the relationship that we had. But yeah. I mean, it taught you a lot, right? Like, like you said, it taught you what love really was. It also taught you things about yourself that you didn't know. Um, yeah. it really, it, it really changes a person as well. 
Because literally, it changed me a lot. I used to be a disgusting, like, I'm not going to lie, I used to be an asshole with my friends. <laughs> if my friends ever see this, they, 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 know, they know who they are. Yeah. Uh, I used to be an asshole. But after this relationship, I took a huge step back. Like, very, like literally, not, not just not just on a relationship, just, just to see, oh, what, what I could have done differently with her, what I can change. But I took a huge step back in my whole life. So I, in, like, reflecting with my parents, reflecting with any other relationships, like my friends, uh, me. And again, church, I'm a very religious person so as well. So I, I, ever since the relationship, I got closer to God and everything. And um, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a whole different person now yeah. com- compared to what I used to be. Exactly. And relationships do that too, you know? They, they... I remember my first heartbreak, right? Um, that was a big stepping point in my life too. Um, it led me on to spirituality. It led me into like discovering who I really was. There's beauty in that too, even though like there's so much pain that comes from it. And obviously none of us want to feel sad over somebody, but I feel like that really should be So are you dating anybody now or are you seeing anyone or drum roll? Um, so, literally, after the relationship and everything, um, again, reflecting back on what I used to do and what I did, yeah, I, I was just disgusted on myself, you know, like, I, 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 I literally can talk to, I mean, I can talk to girls and everything, like, nonchalant and everything, like, as, as friends, but, like, looking out, seeking out for another girlfriend, another relationship, or even a hookup, that, like, that shit disgusts me. Like, I, I can't, I just can't do that shit no more. Yeah. Um, and and, and, and even if I do at one point, I, I, I just feel like I'm not going to be ready for it. Yeah. Because literally, I'm, I'm going to be, be trying to look for her in, somebody in a else. different person. Yeah. I'm, if, 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 if it's not her Colombian accent, it's going to be her hair. If it's not her hair, it's going to be her eyes. If it's not her eyes, it's going to be how the way she acts. It's just, it's just all the factors that revolves around her. Yeah. That's all. That's okay. true. I, I'm in the same spot as you are. Like, I can't really picture myself like being with somebody else right now just because I'm not ready, just like you are, you know? I'm, I'm not there yet. I was actually... Like, not meeting, but I was, like, hanging out with this guy, and it was obvious to me that all he wanted was, like, you know, obviously intimacy in that sense. Yeah. And I'm just, like, not there, and he kept, like, trying to push it on me, and I'm like, bro, like, this is not gonna work out right now. But it was because, like, during the whole thing, I just kept thinking, like, yeah, I'm not, um, I can't do this right now. Like, I cannot imagine myself being with somebody else, you know? Yeah. So. Totally understand you, because... I mean, it's anywhere. Like when when I'm when I'm hanging out with friends or anything, if yeah. we go to a different part or anything, if we go to the gym, there, there's always females just staring. I I don't want to be no cocky shit or anything, but be, <laughs> it's obvious they're looking at me and anything. Yeah. But and then, and then he he's telling me to go shoot my shot and everything. He said like, go forget about it. Yeah. Literally, the, the first advice I had 
went like fresh out post breakup was go fuck another girl. I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. I can't do that. I mean, li- literally, I-, I tell my friends, if if, if you're telling me to go shoot my shot, you go shoot shot. Like I literally, I-, I have no interest. Yeah. That 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 shit don't phase me. That doesn't bother me. I don't care. Like I. I'm proud of you though. I'm proud that you're actually taking the steps to like really heal from this. Cause any guy would have just went to like, you know, go fuck somebody else, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's where the whole cycle still follows. So I guess in a sense you're breaking your own. Where it's like you're really taking the time to figure out your shit and just Yeah. And that that's where a lot of guys don't realize. Guys, y'all watching this? Yeah, just don't fall into that trap. Don't fall into that cycle, like she said. Don't. Don't don't hurt yourself more, because like let let's say for example post breakup, I I do end up hooking up with a different girl. Literally, I'm not gonna have the satisfaction of fucking her. I'm like yeah, my my yeah, I was called my I'm I'm having the satisfaction through my penis and anything, but through my head and everything, I'm all all I'm thinking about is her. I close my eyes, I'm picturing, I'm making love with her. Yeah. Literally, this shit is just hurting you. Then then more more than more than it's hurting yourself. Exactly. So how are you feeling right now? Cold. Cold. It is cold. (laughs) We're gonna have to shorten this episode just because of that. But I'm really glad. took time out you know to really explain what happened and how you feel and to give advice to everybody because i feel like in a world where healing is just starting to be idealized it's important to see it come from like a guy you know or a guy's perspective you have any advice for girls do i have any advice for girls? yeah for this because I, I would tell you what my ex did to me, like the one that I'm, I'm madly in love with, like what she just did to me. Yeah. I mean, but but like, you go first <laughs> with your advice. What do you mean by advice? Like advice for how to like react when something like this happens? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I guess it's just more so self-reflection because you know it's easy. And let me tell you something. I was the queen of placing blame on somebody else because it was easier to do that than to really acknowledge my own like role in like what happened for example i would always um you know seek validation from men and seek validation from like sexual intimacy and i actually was dating somebody and for a while it felt like that's all we kind of were and i really couldn't trust him communication wise so like in order to kind of like forget about how our relationship kind of sucked i would just idealize our sex life i guess and this is getting like mad intimate but (laughs) that's the truth and then i realized like the way somebody loves me is my responsibility because if i loved myself enough to not engage in obviously that then i wouldn't be sucked into something that is it good for me? You know what I mean? Yeah. So in a sense, like, if she didn't trust you in the beginning of the relationship, like, without trust, there is no relationship. You know? So she could have protected herself in a sense. But also, you know, you learn from things like this. And maybe yeah. next time she won't, like, let somebody, I guess, 
treat her that way and you won't treat somebody that way either you know yeah that's what a lot of my friends used to say um, like my friends right now in friend group they would they, they even said it that like right 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 after the whole cheating shit like, like we, we got we broke up for I don't know let's say a week and then we got back together yeah um, a lot of my friends said that we should have just took time right there on spot process everything through and decided we wanted to be together but now we just rushed into it and then we were like yeah we love each other so much that we just go straight back into it and then that again that just hurt the relationship more because we're not actually healing through that situation that exactly. we just passed exactly you gotta confront the situation too you can't just like bandage it and expect everything to be like okay again you yeah, know? exactly so um let's talk about what my ex did <laughs> i'm so done what did she do all right so um So I guess you could say that toxic thing. Well, I I don't I don't find it toxic. I feel like any heartbroken guy goes through this. Yeah. They well one once the once the girls leave them, they they will try to contact them. They'll still try to contact them and everything. Uh, and that's exactly what I did. I did that with unknown numbers as well. Um. So eventually, she took advice from. Again, I can't assume anything. I don't want to assume. But she took advice from somebody and she eventually put a restraining order on me. Yeah. Alright. Uh, and then here in New York State, any and that, that that counts as domestic domestic abuse. And in New York State, domestic abuse is an automatic arrest. So um, yeah, I went to jail that night and I went to court the next day. And then there's a whole there's a whole bunch of personal stuff that happened because of that restraining order. There's just stuff that happened with my mom. Uh, losing a lot of, sh- called losing both my jobs, because I was working two jobs during the time. Uh, they did background checks and then with that shit happening, I lost it. Fast forward. When I was when I was arrested, the first time I like, I really, I, I was very nonchalant about it. Like literally, I didn't really care about it. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel anything. A lot of people asked me how, how I felt like being at the back of the cop car and all handcuffed and shit. I literally didn't didn't think about it. Like literally the only the only thing I thought about was her. Which I find that odd. And what, what, one crazy thing that I still I still question myself about is that right right after I got out got out, got out of court, because I didn't really slept well at the jail, obviously in a cell, because it's it's a fucking bench. Yeah. Sleep well on the bench. Um, literally, when I got home from court, I, I took a nap and I dreamt about her. And it was a beautiful ass dream and everything. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I woke up. And then, yeah, that happened. So, um, yeah. So fast forward. Um, my sister came. So I have a sister. I have two sisters. They're both from Belize. One one of them finally had their visa. She came last week. And she, she came to the U.S. for the first time. Um, and then this time, we went to BJ's. And that's where that's where she works. Um, I, I, didn't, I didn't know she was there until I actually saw her. And then people, people spotted me. And then she started freaking out. And she called the cops again. She called the cops on me again. So again, I got arrested again. 
But this time, my brother and my sister saw, and that's where, that's where it hit me. I was like, okay, this this, this went way out of hand. Yeah. Um, literally, I, I was nonchalant the first time because my brother didn't see, but this time actually my brother saw because I had to put through him. I was I, I had to make him go through the trauma that oh his brother got arrested. Yeah. I, I don't want that shit to happen as well. I didn't want him to think about that. I guess that's where the breaking point of me telling myself that yeah I have to move on at this point because I feel like I don't know it's, yeah. it's just a whole mix of emotions and everything that I can't explain right now exactly um, but yeah that should happen and yeah there's a lot more but that, that's just an overall summary of what happened imagine going through something like that you know it's it's crazy how things go from like something so nice to something as extreme as like you know getting arrested yeah it was horrible do not wish that upon anybody that was of horrible course. i know you kind of touched upon it but have you ever spoken to your brother on it after it happened um literally when it happened um so the second time it happened i, I went through the whole process again I uh, went to jail, went to court the next night. They were going to put another restraining order on me, which was going to look worse on my record because it was going to be a cycle of restraining order. But luckily, my lawyer did his job and didn't let that shit happen. But literally, when I got out of court and everything, I got home and I just, I apologized to both my sister and my brother because, again, that, that should have never happened. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I, I I honestly felt bad because, again, I don't want them to know that, oh yeah, my brother went to jail. And especially get handcuffed. Yeah, it's just horrible. And then, but my mom thought it was her fault as well. Her, like, my mom was, <laughs> my mom thought, so, my mom knew she was working there. And then she, she, she decided to take the risk. And, um, if I, if I violated the what's called the order, yeah, I, I had I had chance of being locked up for two years. And she she was called when when I got locked up that second time, she she thought I was gonna be locked up for those two years. And if if if, if I did get locked up for those two years, she would have had to live through the trauma, saying, "Oh, then yeah, it, it was uh, I I knew about the situation. And I brought him here, and it's all my fault that yeah. he's locked up for two years." Herself. So yeah, that, that, that being four or four brothers, that would have just been horrible. Yeah. Wow. I did not know that it was like to that extreme, you know? It was, yeah. I mean, it at, at no point it had to be to that extreme. Like literally, I, I, I there, there is no threat. There is no, there is no harassment. There, there is no stalking. There was no nothing, etc. It, it was just me worrying about her and me caring about her and just me contacting her, you know? It, 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 like I, I, did, I didn't say crap about her family or anything. I, I literally, I put them on a on pedestal. A pedestal. Yeah, exactly. I put her and her whole family on a pedestal. Even after, after, after this whole situation, I, I run, I run to the back. Yeah. It's just, it's just that, it's just that ridiculous. Um. But yeah, literally. So. There's just really no motive, you know, on, on, on doing that. Yeah. 
and and I, yeah. Is there any way to like counteract it, like, like showing proof that you've never stalked her, never like threatened her? Um. Or? So the sh restraining order lasts for a year. I can't have no contact with her. Um. But with this whole situation, this whole trauma, I feel like it's. We just got splashed. <laughs> All right, yo, that's funny. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I needed a shower or whatever. Yeah. What were you saying? You said it lasts for a year. So, um, so yeah, um, as this restraining only lasted for a year through this trauma and through what we both had been through and what we put each other been, yeah. what we put each other through. I feel like this the way this situation has to last more than a year. So I, I don't know if you get what I'm saying, trying to say like if, if there's if there's any try of contact of other of, of either of us, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna last more than that year. Probably like two years to three years. So like they extend it every time. You no, it's just it? that it's just one year. The, the the shading order is only one year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I had that. The second time that I was called that, that I went to jail again. Yeah. If I had that restraining order again, it would it would extended another year. Yeah. For two years. Wow. That's all right. But yeah. I mean, uh, now going back to the question you asked me earlier, which is like, do I have any advice for like reactions? It's just like really evaluate, I guess, the situation clearly. Um, and not in the heat of a moment because I feel like we do the craziest things especially when we're feeling angry or sad or you know any any range of emotion because in a sense like you know your life like that's your life that now is like being placed on hold because you can't do certain things yeah. because of stuff like that you know and maybe there is some justification over what she did but at the end of the day it's like that's a huge extreme, you know what I mean? And I don't want to say anything that's going to, like, obviously dismiss what she's going through because that's not right on my part either. But I guess it's that. Just, like, really evaluate the effects of what you do, you know? Yeah, exactly. And somebody else's life. And, and yeah. I know this is something, like, unlike her at all because I, I, I know her more than anybody in this world. Yeah. I know this is something unlike her, so that that that's where that's where I highly, highly think that someone's gonna someone encourage her. I, I know who, because I had the same pep talk with that guy, um, a night before I talked to one of my best friends. He he, he gave me a whole story that his ex gave put a restraining order on him, etc., for him to get away and everything. And then I found I found it a little odd how that same exact thing happened. Yeah. It it lines up so it, it, it was yeah. just it was just her taking advice from somebody else yeah i mean what can i do yeah that's another thing like you know we have the answers of what of how to deal with certain situations so really follow like what you guys feel Yeah. <laughs> so what's something else that has kind of been going on in your life besides the whole relationship thing? 
Um, honestly, it's just Jim trying to be a social media influencer okay. after this. It's just, yeah. Because this is something astonishing. Um, entrepreneurship. Nice. That's a big thing. And um, what else? <laughs> Boxing. Boxing. Yeah, I am a boxer. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That's so cool. I never knew that about you. So when did you start? I started boxing like three months ago. I mean, I'm fresh, freshly new, but that's okay though. I'm, I'm already, yeah, learning a lot. Yeah. So why did you take a boxing? Like, was there a reason for it? Um. So after after this whole training order, it shut down a lot of windows. Unfortunately. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll list one of them. I can't go back to school. That That's the unfortunate truth. So I, I, I was looking for other windows. I mean, entrepreneurship. I, there's, there's a lot of things I want to do on entrepreneurship and everything. But as a young kid, I was a fighter. Yeah. And again, I don't want to be cocky or anything, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I never lost a fight when I was young, during middle yeah. school and everything. So I was like, hmm. And then I saw I started seeing Ryan Garcia. You know who Ryan Garcia is? No. Oh, well, he's a Mex he, he's a Mexican boxer. He's like okay. He's like famous as fuck and everything. Wow, I'm like living under a rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then yeah. I was like, you know what? I love. I was. I used to love to fight, and I am at the age where I could do whatever the hell I want, whatever the hell I dream of. Yeah. And I love. I mean, I love exercising and everything. So I was like. Let me be the new Ryan Garcia. Okay. And that, and then, so that, that that's where I started learning and everything. So I did Boxing, yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. That's amazing. You know, relationships have that effect on us too, where it's like they kind of bring us back to who we always were. You know, like you said, you were you always fought as a kid and stuff. So I guess in a sense, she brought you back to your passion. You know. <laughs> and like, who knows? Like maybe if this wouldn't have happened would have never discovered that or you would have never allowed yourself to take this pathway too because it's possible you just gotta put in the work and you're boy you're an overachiever like i remember seeing you in the hallways rotc you're always like top of the class you know so you can do it yeah just gotta put in work i believe in you man <laughs> <laughs> what was that yeah. <laughs> yeah how does your mom feel about you taking up this new path have you told her? Which path? Boxing? Boxing, yeah. Nah, she doesn't know. She doesn't know? She just knows I go to the gym. That's all. <laughs> okay. Just a little bit. Yeah. What about the social media influencer? Like, ha have you started that? How are you starting that? Um, I mean, I do I do it through the, the generic, uh, basic way, which is through TikTok. Yeah. I do, I do get my likes there and then. Um... I mean, there's some times where I'm at the gym and I, I think I should record and everything, but I, like I'm, I'm too into the workout where I'm yeah. like, I, I can't record right now. Like, I, 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 I got to work out. But yeah, I mean, it's getting there. I mean, oh, as time comes in, I'll, I'll probably post more and everything. Yeah. But yeah. Slow growth. That's how I feel with the podcast, too. You know, you got to start somewhere. And I guess this is your starting point, too. Thank you so much for doing this episode with me. I really appreciate you coming out here and being cold and getting wet. 
and helping me out set up. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Um, but do you have any socials you want to share with us? Yeah, my Instagram. Um, yeah, if you go into my Instagram, it show everything. My Snap, my mm-hmm. my TikTok, everything. It will be I L L X D P underscore. It's a weird name. I'm gonna change it one it's okay. day. <laughs> I'll make sure to link it down in the description box below. But until we meet again, thank you again, David. It is my pleasure. And guys, I have one more piece of advice before we go off. Um, No matter how it's too late, be committed in that relationship. It will affect you long term. I mean, again, you have no idea if this girl is the one that you actually love and everything. And um, it's true, it's true what everybody says. You don't know what you actually have until you actually lose it. So again, uh, I don't I don't know how you say it in English, but in, in, in Spanish, valoren. Like actually, you, you guys have to validate that relationship. Well, yeah, that's it. I love that, thank you for that. <laughs> My pleasure. Bye guys, stay beautiful.